You're listening to Star Wars Beyond the Films, the official expanded universe podcast of StarWarsReport.com. There is a great disturbance in the Force. That's right, Whistler. Welcome to episode 54 of Star Wars Beyond the Films, your Star Wars discussion podcast, your ticket to the EU. We broadcast on Middle Earth Network Radio as well as on the Star Wars Report website. Our episodes are also available on our own Facebook page at SW Beyond Films. But enough about how you got here, let's get the show started. I'm one of your hosts, the defender of the EU, Mark Herleman. And with me like the foul stench of Tarkin himself, the EU guru, Mr. Nathan P. Butler! Hey everybody, how you doing? Happy New Year, and hopefully it will still be happy after this episode. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we've hinted about it, we've talked about it, and we've managed to convince our better halves to come on here and uh, discuss what it's like to uh, to be us. I mean, uh, Nathan, uh, you want to introduce your lovely uh, fiancé? Sure thing. Well, in my case, I'm not sure if it's better half, maybe better three quarters, given how short I am compared to how tall she might be. Uh my fiance is with us this time, Miss Jody, soon to be Jody Butler. Hello there, dear. Hello. Um, now you wanted to know a little bit about what? About where we met? About you know what? What, what would you like to know to start with, Mark? Well, let's uh, let's hit our main jump in first here. Here at Star Wars Beyond the Films, we ask the tough questions. Questions that have bothered you for a long time, or simple ones that have perplexed you off and on. You ponder about Star Wars, and so do we. This episode, we explore the life of a Star Wars fanatic. We've invited our better halves on today, as we've expressed, and we continue to share the chaos that is our passion. Consider this your spoiler warning, because here we go. Um, now, my wife, Katie, she's here with me. Katie, you want to you wanna kind of say hello real quick? Hello. Hello. That's my wife. Uh, we're the same age, just to uh, throw that out there. And, you know, when we first met, uh, I was just getting into the reading aspect of it. I hadn't really gotten to the comics, but the collecting side of me was full tilt. I'm, I'm very OCD in that way. But ours is a little different than yours. I mean, she kind of helped my monstrosity get up to the level that it is now but with you guys jody you kind of came in nathan was already as as chaotic as he is right now when did you always there's there's like a there's a difference in when we first met versus when we first met if that makes any sense whatsoever um she and i are i guess now it's nine years apart it depends on the time of year really um because we're, we're not born in the same month or anything like that so uh, nine years apart I was the one who grew up with Star Wars when I was a kid, and then you know I saw the films in the theaters and whatnot. She was not around to see them in theaters, at least not the first time around. I usually when people ask when we when we like met when we first got together, I always point out to our what we think of as our anniversary, which is April 11th. Easy to remember, 411. Very simple. Um, of 2008. When when to your recollection did we first actually though like meet in person at the shop. Her dad ran the comic shop around here, so we met. We had met before we met, if that makes any sense. It was fun time back in 2002 when you first moved down here. 
Okay, so, so, so yeah. I was, that was actually pretty soon before I wound up writing for Tales. So I was, I was way, I was already podcasting. I was total nerddom at that point. Did, did he, your father, give you any details of how nerd I was? Or was that just sort of an impression <laughs> that you got after a while? Impression, pretty Great. much. Grand. I, 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 get, I guess I give <laughs> off the vibe. Um, yeah, so I mean, we've. We had sort of been aware of each other then since about the time I moved down here, and then we actually um, got together in, in 2008, but I was already heavily, heavily seeped in the stuff by then. Nice. Now, Kate, you know, when you think back when you met me, how geek was I? I mean, I, I was into Spider-Man and stuff for sure, but... You're into comic books, but the Star Wars geekdom was not here yet. You had, like, <laughs> two books, and... I kind of fed the monster, if you will. <laughs> Stoked the flames. Well, you said you said that you kept being referred to as Jedi Hurleman. What, what did I'm curious? What did your dad when he when he was running the shop? What did he refer to me as? Was I like the Star Wars guy? Was I the teacher guy? Was that guy that looks like he's still a kid? What was I? Probably the geek. The geek. Yeah, the geek guy. The geek. Hey, at and at a place that's a comic <laughs> shop. So to be the geek at a comic <laughs> shop, I got a feeling that's probably pretty heavy. <laughs> the geek guy that looked like a kid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the baby face geek. Ah, oh, yes, I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I've got the facial hair now, so I, I can be distinguished from the students as much as possible. <laughs> and the grays now, shoot. That, that's what I, I, I try to grow in my beard, but it's so patchy, and I just I, I cling to it desperately. <laughs> like, it makes me look old. I don't want to be 21 again. Everybody thinks I'm 21. It's not fair. It's insulting. Yeah, I've I've been reading the old Marvel stuff for from the Star Wars library, and I just ran across Rick Duel, and I'm like, man, another guy whose facial hair is better than mine. But that's okay. <laughs> nice. All right, now jumping into questions from our Beyonders. Now this is from our Facebook page. Uh, we have one here. How do you manage having these hardcore Star Wars collectors living in your house? And then I added to that, and having our collections living in the house, because I'm assuming from your end you have the same difficulty as I, and that's the boxes and boxes and boxes of all your Star Wars junk. I just don't have a place to put it other than in the apartment. We don't have like a a, a garage or anywhere like that to put it. Uh, what do you think? What? How do you manage living with me and collecting and the collection that has turned our dining room into anything but a dining room and such? I don't know, really. I mean, it comes with territory, so I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I still have my stuff there, too, so. And that includes comics. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, that it, she's got her own side of the geekdom stuff, you know, so we have, we've made room for both our, what, I guess I call that with the guest bedroom, is that what they call that back room? Yeah. Our guest bedroom is basically full of comic boxes and tubs and, and where it's not comics, it's empty boxes to sell old comics in to other people and stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've kind of taken over the place with the geekdom. I don't really have a problem with Mark's. Star Wars collections, per se. The only problem I really have with it is the constant need to have more. <laughs> and it's like every day there's something new. And it's not necessarily always Star Wars. It's a new branch of some form of comic or anything geek. <laughs> anything geek. Yeah, I'm big into Marvel. Uh, you know, I got all this Spider-Man stuff and... With what happened in Amazing Spider-Man number 700, I've been ranting and raving for that for like huh. the last week and a half. 
longer than that. <laughs> well, for us, I guess it's. I mean, what is the what is the 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 one type of Star Wars collectible that I kept thinking, "Oh, I want it, but it's so expensive." Oh, I want it. Look at this in the store, but oh, I don't want it. Uh, for me, it's what like what is it that I keep resisting? You're talking about the Millennium Falcon, are you? I'm talking about like the, the big old Lego sets, the Millennium Falcon. Or the, <laughs> you know, for it, I kind of seem like I dump the money. I, like, I'm sure the people on Facebook were laughing because they knew exactly what was coming when I started asking questions about a Wii U. Same thing that happened when I asked questions about Connect Star Wars. It was a, <laughs> oh, he started asking, he's thinking about it, you know he's going to do it. Yeah, you know? he's going down the rabbit hole. That's, that's probably our biggest thing is, you know, it's it's never a big money concern or anything like that, but it's the turnaround and all of a sudden it's, look, look what I got, isn't it cool? It's like, wow, how much did you spend? But, but you do have a, a high me, turnover though. rate, though. I'm always seeing, like, got this for sale on eBay, this on sale on Amazon. Yeah, as long as it's not Star Wars, it usually winds up going right back out the door unless it's a, a duplicate or something. That's how you See, pay for a habit. You know, it, if only cocaine users could recycle their habit. That's <laughs> that, that's where I have a hard time, though, because my OCD is like once I have it, I can't let it go. I I, I, I turmoil over, over it. I sit there, I'm like... Do do I do I really do I really want to see this gone? You know, and then I'm like, I gotta well, like to rationalize the point that it. I'll have a book in hardcover and paperback just because of four pages <laughs> is different in the paperback versus New the hardcover. Well, now, yes. well, with us, one of the things that we do, like I, we don't generally speaking when it comes to like birthdays and holidays and stuff, uh, you shy away from buying the video games or anything because what do I do with the video games as soon as I'm done? You get done and you sell them. Exactly. So, so it's kind of one of those. Oh, you're gonna sell something? I got you, huh? Huh? <laughs> and and so we just kind of we shy away, you know. But you, that's the thing, you know. When you're when you're with somebody for a while, you kind of get used to each other's patterns, used to each other's, you know, ebb and flow of the things. You just kind of sit there and shake your head at. But you know, it's it's them. You know, it's like you said. It's it's it kind of comes with the territory. So o- over the years, my collection's kind of evolved. I- I've I've had it in the r- different rooms. Uh, when we first lived in a place called Rogue Drive, I had my own little room for it. Then you know we moved to another place, and I was more compressed. But I've kind of forced Kate into having a Star Wars bedroom for the longest time. Right now, I'm out in the garage. But but uh, honey, how how for you has it been like having to to watch me take over the space? Well, growing up with four brothers, it's been kind of irritating, to tell you the truth. But um, as long as you have your stuff out, you seem to be a lot happier. So as long as it's out and it's accessible, um, it's not as accessible if you have it in the bedroom versus in another room. Uh, it is like heroin, isn't it? <laughs> Gotta have his addiction at hand. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm that bad. I'm one of those guys I always have the book with me. It's like literally like... If if it's not in my backpack or on in my cargo pants, like I'm freaking out. Where did I lose my book? You know. <laughs> and the second question uh, that we were sent through Facebook is: uh, Is it at times difficult to understand this strange hobby? Jody, you want to hit that one first? I guess. So. I mean, it's not difficult for me. I'm kind of used to it already. I was kind of brought up with Star Wars from my father and my grandparents, so. I'm used yeah, to it. sounding like having a dad that's into a comic store, that must have been very uh, cool. How, how long has he had the comic store? Mm, he's had it since I was in elementary school, so it's been a long time. That's cool. About 17, 18 years by now. Nice. 
Yeah, that's definitely got to shade things towards the uh, the all cool aspect of my life. Anyway, I love everything <laughs> in the comic store. I go there, I could just stand around and watch for hours. I'm like, ooh, I'd love to have that and that, and oh, I gotta read this because that looks cool. <laughs> and for you, Kate, uh, it's not hard to, uh, it's not difficult at times to understand it for me. I have had my own obsessions with certain video games and certain other things where money books. Ah, shut up. <laughs> um, you suck. <laughs> Other than that, no, the only problem I ever really have is the obsessive compulsive need to be completely in your own head and not, um, listening to anybody else. <laughs> oh, God, thank you. Thank you, it's not just me. Thank you, it's not just me. Because I get that <laughs> all the time. The, the, are you listening? Huh? <laughs> And I mean, I got hearing stuff sometimes anyway. I mean, the podcast guy with the bad hearing because I just, this, there was a point at which I thought I was losing my hearing. I don't know if I am now or not, but uh, yeah, that's kind of my thing. It's the, I'll be so focused on the timeline or Shh, I'm watching this, the old Republic video on YouTube because I don't want to play myself and I'm trying to <laughs> summarize things like, really, really? <laughs> and I've got a laptop, but it's sitting here with everything plugged in. So I'm sitting here working on it, facing the wall. It's like, hello. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah, that's a daily thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess that goes into our next question, the uh, was Star Wars ever a turnoff? <laughs> I mean, um, it, gets, it gets bad, right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that so much. It's just the, the frustration of sometimes everything is surrounded by Star Wars to the point that I don't have a problem with my kids being Star Wars fans, but when my daughter play, plainly says, Dad, no, I don't want to get this toy. And he's like, come on, it's cool. <laughs> Let's do it. Get it. And then it goes up on his shelf rather than in her room to play with. It's not just her, though. I do it to Gavin, too. <laughs> he does it to Gavin a lot more than Taylor. What's the, what's the line from that song from a, a Tripod? The, uh, the guy talking to his girlfriend saying, you know, this Xbox is the best present I ever bought. For you, and he's the one <laughs> playing it the entire time. What do you think? Um, the Star Wars stuff has it ever been a turnoff? Is it uh, the, the way that the whole question plays out? By the way, from Facebook was a uh, was Star Wars ever a turnoff at some point? But also, was it ever considered a personal flaw, and that the other positives just wound up winning you over? So, was has Star Wars been a a turnoff, or the obsession with it, the the heaviness in it, the podcasting and everything, been a turnoff at all? No, it hasn't been a turnoff, but it can get frustrating at times when it seems like it's a second job. Yeah, see? So. See? I told you that's what that's what she called it when we did that getting to know you thing. I do get to the point where I'm I guess I'm very structured in what I try to do and it and it's one of those needs to be done now, needs to be done now. Don't hey, don't forget at ten o'clock tomorrow night I've got to record with the Republic Forces Radio Network guys, so we need to make sure that we're all done by the, you know, that kind of kind of stuff, definitely. Does it yeah. does that does this do you guys seem like you are sort of scheduling around Star Wars at times? Our entire life schedules around Mark's podcasting, <laughs> it seems like. I'm it's terrible. Like, Don't have the baby on this day because I have this really, really <laughs> important podcast or it it tends to take a priority sometimes. <laughs> and that's where it's frustrating because you get home from work and you just want to hang out and he's like, just Ten more minutes, I just gotta finish this up, and then two hours later, he's still sitting at that laptop trying to... I'm like, babe, oh, well, I'm done with that. I gotta do this now. Oh, oh yeah, I have a podcast tonight also. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. But, well, you know, I'm editing. I'm on a couple different podcasts, more than just this one. And, you know, then I, I do adminning. I run some forums. So, and it's all Star Wars related. I mean, that's so, I mean, it's hard to say that it's not my addiction that's doing it because it's like, what is Star Wars in the end? Even though it's a different job. I mean, it is totally, I, I get the concept of a second job because it, it, it's one that's rewarding in and of itself, though, because I enjoy it, but. It gets me into a hot water quite a bit. And you can almost even say that the job sort of pays now, albeit in very small amounts, because now that we're, we do the, the show on a weekly basis and everything, we wind up, uh, we were lucky enough to get put on the reviewer list for Del Rey. So Thank technically, you, Del Rey. technically, every time a new book comes out Thank you, Del and Rey. they send one, you know, we're saving, you know, 20 bucks or seven bucks or whatever it is. So to an extent, you know, there's that, angle on it where it's you know it's sort of you know a second job there it's there's you, you could sort of call that almost a compensation it's not really meant to be but from the standpoint of you know if i'm budgeting every month i'm going to spend this much on this novel that's coming out and they turn out to send one that's that's a few bucks saved here and there you know it's been helpful it, 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 it allows helpful. the collection to grow in other directions because now i'm like oh we can get more comics well and if he doesn't have that book it's a constant when can i get that book when are we going to be able to for me to get it in hardcover i'm like you have to have it in hardcover well yeah well I, what I'm, I'm really bad is the paperback so i've gotten it in hardcover because it comes out right away and i don't like to wait that year for the paperback but then I, I i got to have it on my bookshelf until it's on the bookshelf the ocd of me i'm like i gotta have it i gotta have it right now i've got uh the the last two fate of the jedis are both down at the store waiting for me to get them and I can't afford to get them yet. Well, I was able to yesterday, but we got to the store. It was too late. And then today I haven't thought to go down there yet. But, I mean, I've already read the books. My dad hasn't, so he'll get to read them. But for the most part, they're just going to go on the shelf. But until they do, I'm like, I got to get them on. I got to get them. 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 And, and that I, is a frustration. <laughs> yes. And even I know I know it's it's something I do, and I can't stop it. I, I can laugh at it, and, and I can cry about it because there's nothing I can do to stop the – burning desire to get it on the bookshelf <laughs> nice that's that's kind of the way that i am with or I, i'm resisting right now things like the old pizzazz magazines you know that had some of the old uh, stuff that in the u.s was reprinted elsewhere i'm like i've got the reprints of it but the original was in that magazine so and nope nope because she already had <laughs> to witness me go through the, the frantic search for ewoks a few years ago and and she's now wanting to watch the ewoks cartoon just to see you know how bad it was and I'm resisting as much as possible. <laughs> what was it we want? We watched um, Ewoks: The Battle for Endor and Caravan of Courage uh, about what a week or so ago. Um, yeah, yeah, they were they weren't all that wonderful. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> a live recording about the holiday special got pushed back a little bit, so we don't have to deal with that just yet. Um, all right, the next question uh, that we were sent uh, is. Given how much they love Star Wars, have any of their personal favorites, books, comics, characters, etc., become your own, or have you found your own personal favorites? Katie, what do you think? I, I, I would say yes. I but... have some favorites. I also have some pretty big dislikes. Um, my favorites would have to be Mara Jade and Jaina and Jason Solo. Those are by far my favorites. And Jody, what? your favorite or favorites? Oh, my favorites are Yoda, of course. And mm -hmm. then I like the Ewoks and Genji. Cool. Yeah, she goes for the cute. She, the, the, the Gunji thing was a surprise to me. When Gunji shows up on the Clone Wars, he's the, one of the Jedi students, one of the Jedi uh, 
I guess younglings. It wasn't a the, Padawan. The Wookiee run, right? The Wookiee, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Gunji. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so him and Yoda now alongside. If if her universe would make Gunji stuff, I would know what to buy her for every birthday, every <laughs> Christmas, every balance, everything from here on for you know years to come. Her universe has been a lifesaver to find Star Wars stuff for girls or for excuse me for women. That's better. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I just shared a link with Kate about the uh, her universe Darth Vader PJs. I was like, oh, that I gotta was, get this that. Was what I got. For uh, uh, nice. Christmas a nice. while ago. Score for yeah, you. But, but, but it, uh, <laughs> it says I woke up on the dark side of the bed, but the thing that's the coolest thing, what's the newspaper say? It says mornings are a trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mornings are a trap. I love yeah. it. But that's that's the truth right there. Now, now, Jody, on the flip side of that, are there any characters from, from what Nathan's and what you know of Star Wars that, that you just really dislike and can't stand? No, not really. Uh. So the, now, I, my wife's going to shock many people here. I, I, we've, we've talked about this one. I think, I think this, what she's about to say is where the idea of originally bringing her on the show came from because me and her go not rounds exactly, but, but we have lots of debates. She hates Whistler? I no. hate Luke Skywalker. Oh. Yeah. With well, he does, he does whine a lot. He is a whiner. That's that's her complaint right there. Yes, you nailed it. I'm, I'm reading the Marvel stuff. Baby. Yeah, the Marvel stuff make him until you get to about David Michelini or maybe uh, Mary Jo Duffy in the early Marvel stuff. He's even worse. I mean, oh, he's bad, and he runs around looking like Fabio half the freaking time. <laughs> he's he's just he's so bad, and they can't decide whether he can swim or not. So sometimes he whines about the water, and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, although, I although I, we do have the, the one thing, though, that I, we've talked about if we were to ever have a son at some point that I want to name him Cade. And how do you always refer to Cade? The jury addict. Yeah, the, she asked me to describe <laughs> Cade to her at some point. I said, well, he does this, and, it, once he, and he's addicted to, oh, he's a drug addict. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a liked character, but I don't know if I'm going to get my way on that one or not. <laughs> you never know. I mean, I got three Star Wars names in mind. You know, it's, it's all about approach. <laughs> and not running out of names. Like, you wouldn't want to have a kid named Wicket, for instance. Uh, maybe <laughs> what? It's, it's, it's a nickname. All right, Wicket's, Wicket <laughs> can be kind of cute, but Wicket, no. No, especially around here, you know. What's your name, kid? My name's Wicket. <laughs> oh, hell no, nah, little bro. What bruh. you doing on my turf, punk? Exactly. That would not go well. <laughs> okay, next question is, where do you put yourselves as Star Wars fans? Katie? I am a mild Star Wars fan. There's things that I am passionate about, passionate about, and there's things that I couldn't care less about, to tell you the truth. What makes you passionate? Um, I was very upset when they killed off Jason Solo. Like, really, really upset. I don't like that they had his sister kill him off. You had nightmares. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I kind of blew it. Her favorite two characters, the first two books I had her read, both of them died. I, I, and I've never. And I will never read another Star I, wait, Wars. Wait, wait, totally wasn't the other one Mara Jade? Yes, yes it was. Yes. So and one kills the other, books. and then yeah, that's that's kind of harsh. Yeah. Now, that Jody, was you're dumb on my part. You're big on probably more the Clone Wars than anything else right now, right? Because we pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, as we watch that together quite a bit. What do you? Which I guess begs the parallel question of thoughts on Ahsoka. Good character, bad character. 
She's kind of in between. She's kind of good, but kind of bad at the same time. Has she grown on you over time? A little bit, so well, far. A little bit. Do you like Ahsoka, hun? Uh, I haven't watched that show enough to really form a good opinion <laughs> about her. That's true. Usually, the Clone Wars comes on, and me and my son will sit down immediately. My daughter will reluctantly kind of hang out in the back of the room, come and go, come and go. My wife immediately disappears. <laughs> Yeah, we, we just finished, right before actually sitting down to record this, we had just finished watching this week's Clone Wars, watching the Republic Commando jump into the fight, and yet again another episode with the crotchety frog boy. So, Our next question here we have is, uh, do you enjoy the Star Wars Expanded Universe, the comics, the novels, and such, or just prefer the movies and TV show? Jody, um, which one for you? Probably the movies and the TV show. You read some of the early... Star Wars novels and comics, though, right? Like, right. I read a lot of Legacy and uh, Tales, but that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah, you, you have to read at least one, one Tales, my Tales. Of course. <laughs> 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 you that look like, uh-huh. I, I made Kate start Star by Star, but what, it was the paperback version. the first chapter. Yeah, she didn't get there. And I was like, man, this book's got a great ending. But then I had her go the other route. But overall, what would you say? The EU. 100%. 100% EU. Yeah, I, I am the defender of the EU. As because technically, I have kind of read every book because... I'm always summarizing. I get read chapters upon chapters <laughs> upon chapters of books to where I hadn't read a book yet and developed my personal favorites with Jason and Jaina. And then I read the books because I wanted to know their stories myself. That's true. Yeah, I do. I always would... Uh... Especially the death scenes, I'd make her make her listen to like me read them Chewie over died. and over and over again. Most of the time, because the first five times I read it, she couldn't understand what I was saying. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that's one of the things that I tend to, you know, if if there's a big, I guess I'm doing it more lately that if there's some kind of big scene or something like that that's so like shocking, I usually don't mention it. But I guess I've sort of started to to mention those types of things from time to time, kind of explaining what's going on. Or, see, this doesn't make sense because the continuity says this and says this. And, like, I just, um, I had a chance to email Leland Chi, you know, about the, the dates for the Old Republic. And I'm all excited because I got a response back that tells us when the books are supposed to take place and all that kind of stuff. And whether the encyclopedia is right about the game date. And I'm like, I'm like get this, guess what, guess what I just found out? And I'm like laying it all out. She's like, okay. How wonderful for you, right? <laughs> <Just kind of laughs> like, it's like, that's good, but... You do it okay. all the time now, though. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I just kind of start babbling with it. Although, you know, there is the other side of it, you know. There's the there's the entertainment factor, because when I'm like, I'm so excited about Connect Star Wars, watch me dance that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I haven't, I haven't got to do the Connect yet. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun, but... What do you, what do you, what do you think? What do you think of my dancing on Connect? Don't quit your day job. Okay. <laughs> you go buy myself a, a, some Twi'lek head tails and I'd be perfect as a, as a dancer. I'm just saying. Um, all right. Next question we have is, uh, were there moments where your husbands tried to explain? Oh, we kind of just did this. Is there moments uh, when your husbands have tried to explain some part of the EU that you became um, overwhelmed, just overwhelmed with the sheer volume of information that was trying to be explained at that moment? Yeah, pretty much all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that bad? Yeah, you go way too into detail. Yeah. I don't get a shortcut. I have to hear all of it. <laughs> I don't get a shortcut. You're right there. Yes. 
I feel you. Totally feel you, Jody. It's, uh, let me just read you the sentence. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, okay. No, 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 I'm getting to it. I haven't even got to the part yet. The best part's when we're in the car on a road trip. She's a captive audience. <laughs> so it, it's just a run-on sentence. That's all it is. It's exactly. a long run-on sentence. Well, you I'm need to hear the best everything part. before I, you, you, you I gotta hear build the first spot. You got you got a preface. I, that's that's my thing. I, my excuse is I'm a teacher. I always make sure that everybody understands the context of what I'm saying. So I'll give you all the details so that you know it's clear. And then 20 minutes later, you'll hear the point. That's all I'm saying. Okay, next one. Were there any arguments that had happened over collecting? Kate, I'm going to get it for this one, I know. <laughs> Go for it. No. It's the argument, main argument over collecting is the constant need for the book that you already have. And the all the Star Wars comics that they keep coming out with <laughs> that you need to have it's just another line of the same story yeah when, when, when i was working at kodak i had a budget where i could get anything that said star wars and when i lost that job it, it was like okay well you you can't get the die cast anymore you can't get all the action figures you can't get all the calendars you can't get every single poster you're gonna have to decide what you want and i at that point it was like okay well I'm just going to stick to the EU in the aspect of it was going to be the books and the comics and it was going to be the really cool EU characters if I ever found any because my Walmart never really reply, uh, restocks them. And so it kind of slowly got to that point. But yeah, I, I'm pretty bad with it. And I always try to find ways to uh, connive or, or starve for Star Wars to get my book and comic. Well, and it's never really anything bad because it's to the point that I will walk into the store by myself and go look at the, see if there's any books, if there's any comics, if there's a Star Wars insider, if there's any new Star Wars toys or anything like that that he doesn't have that he would like. I don't think we, have we ever had any arguments over collecting? We don't, we don't tend to have arguments in general but you know just wait once we're actually married that's isn't that what comes with the territory um, <laughs> but no, i mean can you think of any times we've had any arguments or disagreements as far as the collecting of the comics or the books or the games or yeah, anything not that i can think of lots of rolling eyes i'm sure especially when it was yeah. a i don't know if i want to get the, the the star wars bundle with the xbox because it's r2d2 and then it just like two days later it's well guess what i went and bought <laughs> <laughs> Although we do a lot of, um, most of our Star Wars stuff, it's not so much that we share in the collecting side, but we're, we're playing a lot of the games now. We played X-Wing the other day, our first game, or I guess about a month ago or so. Played X-Wing together, um, which is, your opinion was what, way too long? Yeah, way too long and dull. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, it was fun, but I, I only won because she suicided two of her pilots. Yeah, I kind of know. Yeah, she's just like, I'm done, I'm so tired of this. We've actually gotten a lot of entertainment out of the trading card game, or the not the trading card game, the LCG from Fantasy Flight Games. We've been we've been kind of going back and forth: who's dark side, who's light side. We'll play around. She loves the Sith deck and breaking out Darth Vader and doing and humming the Imperial March under her breath at me. Um, you know, so our things are more like we don't really cross over on the collecting side. I I just kind of pick up that stuff, but yeah, as much as possible, we find those chances to. You know, just have some together fun time with that stuff. Especially since we don't have any kids running around the, the apartment here. So it's not like, 
you know, hey, let's all play this with these toys, it becomes, well, here's a game that just came out, that sort of stuff. That's sort of more of our our connecting point, that in Clone Wars. Nice. Do you have different feelings when it comes to podcasting versus collecting? Um, I don't really have two different feelings anymore between the podcasting and the collecting. The podcasting issues tend to just be the feeling like it's number one priority. The old issues have kind of gone away. Um, it used to always seem to be the most inconvenient time that he would be, or for him, the most convenient time to be able to step out and not have to deal with anything else that was going on. Did anything... Uh, any different feelings as far as like the collecting versus podcasting and the way that I like how it affects everything. No. Nah. Pretty much nah. all the, pretty much all the second job, right? Yeah. Because now the collecting is becoming the the so you're gonna go run over and feed the family's cats over at that that other location here. Awesome! I'm gonna get the laptop and I'm gonna record from the Star Wars library and uh and just kind of be very quiet when you come in. It's kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that becomes my thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get caught up in the editing aspect of it. Like, you know, I I don't I don't say my times are, are right. Like when I go in to record a show, you know, how long is it gonna be? Well, it's gonna be an hour, and technically, it's never an hour. Three hours later. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> give or take. Especially especially when I'm doing the Star Wars report, because after the show, we talk about site business and stuff like that, and and they tend to we tend to get into longer conversations when the show's over. And so by the time I get in there, like dinner's like long since cold and. My wife's kind of giving me the cold stare and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. But then, then you got the aspect of, of, you know, I got to find time to read the books. And then we got Jaina now and she's nine months and crawling and demanding attention Starting as well. to walk. Starting to walk. Yeah. She's, you know, a, a handful. So, so that kind of crunches in on time. And, and then when I start to feel the panic of like, Oh, I got, I got this deadline. And, and, you know, yeah, I know the deadline isn't really a hundred percent there, but, I feel like I owe it to myself. I said I'm going to have this released on a certain day. That's the day I'm going to nail it to. And, you know, that that feeling and the OCD aspect of how I drive myself, like I've got to get it done. And, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll push things off to the last minute because I'm a procrastinator like that. And then then that <laughs> crunch time me is is a little pompous and a, and a big jerk. And, you know, that, that kind of makes – I know there's a lot of negative there. I know my wife's probably being very nice and not I am being very, me. very nice. <laughs> That's all right. I got, I've got the, the nods and the taps on the leg, like, mm-hmm, that's you. Yep. <laughs> From time to time. Yeah. Although, you know, I mean, I, I guess that, that, that goes with the territory of calling it a second job where it's, we get very wrapped up in it. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, I've said, you know, if it's, if it's bothering you, if it's angering you, if you're not having fun with it, then you're not doing it right when it comes to fandom stuff. But at the same time, you know, you, when you, when you get wrapped up in something, you want to see it done. You want to see it done by a certain time and such. So yeah, I can see where the, you know, the frustration side would come in. I know, especially with me, when I get frustrated, she's kind of like, you know, I'm just going to head over here and do something else. Like, I if I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to do these summaries for the Old Republic, but we can watch parts of it together. I'll just run it through the Apple TV, just, you know, streaming it and everything. And then when it starts cutting out, I'm doing the, you know, the Bugs Bunny Raggle, fraggle, crazzle, raggle kind of stuff. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to go in here and check online for this. I'm going to go check on, you know, you know, whatever it might have been. So, yeah, I can see we, we kind of get into that, the, the the Star Wars head space 
kind of thing. And and when it does, you know, we we know what we want, and if it doesn't work out the way we want, we it's like anything else. It can cause that kind of frustration that certainly bleeds over, you know, around us. I'm sure the cats sometimes look up at me and go and then run for it. You know, they're like, yeah, they don't even want to bother with it either. So now I got a question for the ladies here, and Kate, I'll address you first. Of all the things that I and I'm sure Nathan have have told you two about, you know, every book we've read and things like that, what moments in a book that we've mentioned to you stick out the most to you? Chewie's death and Anakin Solo's death. Hmm, Interesting. And for you, Jody? I don't know. We don't really talk about books that much, so... Although, it's except for, except for Cade yeah. and the drug yeah. drug addict stuff. That and anything to do with Yoda, of course. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, it's usually, for us, it's usually, um, hey, there's this new game, or hey, there's this new comic or something, and the, the one of the first questions I get is, is Yoda in it? Like, no. Okay, then whatever. Yep. <laughs> what, what about what about Yaddle? A fan or not fan? I was a fan, so she got killed, so it kind of <laughs> went downhill. Until they turn her into a Unabomber. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's Yoda with hair, you know. Yoda <laughs> with hair as a woman. Just add a wig and there you go. Add a wig to a bad puppet. <laughs> All right, now Nathan, did you have any other questions? Oh, uh, let's see. Shoot, I was one popped to mind earlier. Yeah, yeah, I got one one question then for me to wrap up. Sure. A uh, question I would ask, and this is something I guess that's more for the audience than for us, which is um, for those women out there who are just now starting to date people who are into Star Wars, uh, for those women out there who have been with people who are Star Wars fans that are still getting used to it, that haven't been around for, heck, in our case, nearly five years, uh, is there any advice that you would give to someone who's about to date someone like us that might help them stay sane in the future? I can't really think of anything, really, except for, you know, just kind of go with it. Well, after dealing with it for 13 years, I say, be patient, find what you like about it, and get your own obsession, like a video game or something, because then when they go and buy all their stuff, you can make sure that you can buy your stuff. (laughs) This is true. Now, I got another one uh, for Kate here, and and it's mainly it's about our kids. My daughter, uh, her name is Taylor Jade, of course, like Mara Jade. And then my son is Gavin. And then we've got Jaina, who is the recent. And, you know, I, I feel blessed that you let me pick Star Wars names. But, but for girls out there everywhere, I guess I will ask for them, what were you thinking? I like all those names. <laughs> And in all honesty, I think people need to keep an open mind because there's people out there that name their kids something like a helicopter pilot pilot or yeah, pilot (laughs) inspector. No offense. (laughs) You know, they're different names and not everybody has, you know, you you don't find very many people that have the name Jaina. Well, and most people, when they hear that, they don't even think Star Wars. And when you well, tell them it's Star Wars, like, about really? The EU. <laughs> Who, who's got that name? It's like Han Solo's daughter. <laughs> yeah, like if you named your kid Darth, then yeah, I think they probably, that's when they'd pick up on. 
Darth <laughs> what was that movie we were watching the other day when the girl was like, Pitch well, Perfect? Wait. Yeah, I totally knew it was going to be his dad. How did you know that? Because it literally means father. In <laughs> like, German. Uh, I, and, that, and that's something for us that, that's that's fun. Is we, you know, we'll watch, I'll watch her chick flicks and stuff. And she occasionally will watch my, my action movies. Not but, occasionally, always. Okay, well, begrudgingly then. And, and when we're watching the chick flicks and stuff, there's always a Star Wars reference and I get the biggest kick out of it. And now it's finally, she's reluctantly gets a kick out of it too at first it was like really everybody i can't escape it you know <laughs> oh god that was like us watching castle we went one of the shows we watched together is castle at this point and we were finally watching the one where he was on this on at a sci-fi convention on the set of a show and they're mentioning how you know it died after this many episodes and now they're wanting to make it come back as a movie how crazy is that and i'm sitting in the back there going that's firefly <laughs> and i'm gonna she's looking at me like yeah i get it i get that it's firefly thanks did you see the Halloween episode where he was dressed up as Malcolm Reynolds? Yeah, where he's dressed up as Malcolm Reynolds. Yeah, yes! he's trying to explain the character to her. Oh, man, that was epic. <laughs> Very beautiful. Um, I, she had a question come up a second ago, which was uh, whether or not there's – she whether or not uh, the woman gives nicknames to the man as far as uh, – or, or connections between Star Wars characters. Because you always call me one of two. If you're going to call me something nice with Star Wars, which is... Yoda or Starkiller. Right, so apparently there's my hair. When I cut my hair the way that I do, um, I look a lot like Star Wars. Which works for me, because I liked The Force Unleashed. But some people out there, I'm sure, are like, oh, you're a pariah. You suck for that. Um, any any Star Wars characters that come up that Mark gets compared to often? I'm drawing a blank. Jacob. Oh, Obi. My nephew calls Mark Obi. Nice. He has a little Obi Obi Wan Kenobi toy that we bought him, and so every time he sees Uncle Mark, he's not known as Uncle Mark; he's known as Obi, and it's his favorite toy. And so, anytime anybody ever says Obi, he looks up and starts looking around for Obi, which is Uncle Mark. Which, and the funny thing is, is you know his name's Jacob, so I call him Obi, and so (laughs) that's where it came from because I'd come over and I always called him Obi, and so I was the guy that Obi. You know, and then we got him the toy and then all of a sudden Obi's everywhere. And the other day, my my sister-in-law was telling me about how she's watching the TV and he's like, Obi, watch TV, Obi. And they're like, he means you. Like everywhere he takes that toy, he thinks it's me. I was like, oh, how cute. (laughs) So so if you and McGregor and Alec Guinness, you know, and and James Arnold Taylor, they're Obi-1, you're basically just Obi-2. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I used to get some Han references when my best friend Jared and me used to hang out, but uh, he moved away. Yeah, yeah, well, and, yeah, I got the Han Solo-esque smirk. Yeah, nice. that's true. Well, I get the Yoda <laughs> thing, not because not because of being old and wise, which would be nice, but because of... <laughs> the wrinkles and the shortness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when, 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 I, when I start, you know, getting really into a topic and my forehead's got all the, the old man wrinkles going on and stuff like that, it's like, oh, it's like Yoda. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> See, shortness, I, w- I just would never attribute you. Uh, your avatar pictures always make you look so tall. Uh, that, that's, no. that's the camera. Oh, no. no. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's always, it's always the, the wrinkledness, you know. When, uh, uh, when 33 years old, you reach, look as good, you will not. So there. <laughs> of course, 28 centimeters, you are. <laughs> that's all right. I get the, now that I've got the gray hairs, as long as I don't turn green and become the old man with the hair coming out of his ears like Yoda thing, I think I'm fine for a while. I don't want to see your ears. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> nice. Q-tips well, ain't fixing that hair. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And that about wraps up this episode of Star Wars Beyond the Films. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Ladies, especially, we very much appreciate you coming, taking the time, and sharing our chaos and our passion and letting the fans out there and the listeners out there know what it's like to live and, and commit yourselves to fanatics of our level. Uh, and remember, you can listen to our show airing on Middle Earth Network Radio as well as streaming on the Star Wars Report website, www.starwarsreport.com. Our episodes are also available right on our Facebook page at SW Beyond Films, or just type in Star Wars Beyond the Films in the search bar. No matter how you get there, be sure to like our page. It's one of the best ways to interact with us. Not only can you post comments to us while you listen to the show, you just might even be heard. Every month we will release one of our feedback episodes if we get enough emails. And that's where we answer the emails and messages. And you can say something by firing us an email at swbeyondfilms at starwarsfanworks.com. So, once again, this has been Mark. And Nathan. And Whistler and... Katie. And... Journey. Thanks everyone for listening and may the force be with you. And don't quote us the odds that we won't get hell at some point or something in this episode. I'm not sure what yet. <laughs> Luke sucking. We will pay. <laughs> there will be blood. Oh yes, there will be blood. Green blood. Yoda blood. takes them out at the end. Oh, lost my earphone. Oh, that one sucked, buddy. Come on.